WUKY presents health news you can use. It's Dr. Greg Davis on medicine. We are now almost three years into the COVID-19 pandemic and new information is coming online every day. I recently spoke again with my friend and colleague, Dr. Vineet Arora, clinical microbiologist here at the University of Kentucky, about the current status of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, Vineet, thank you for once again letting me impose on you a little bit for, um, for your experience and your wisdom. I appreciate you chatting with us about the current status of the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 pandemic. What, uh, what's new since you and I last spoke? Well, uh, thanks, Greg. It's a pleasure, as always. Uh, over the past uh, few uh, months, we've seen uh, COVID uh, becoming more of a endemic rather than a pandemic. We'll see these spikes come in different parts of the world at different times. And what that does is it will uh, help the virus keep uh, evolving and modifying. So we'll see newer variants coming. We have seen newer variants that are uh, more resistant to the uh, original vaccines uh, and who, which don't uh, uh, get uh, uh, treated by some of the anti. Uh, 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 the antibodies that we give, but uh, uh, all the uh, precautions, all the preventative measures, vaccines that we have uh, uh, now taken, they are all helping. So uh, the disease has become uh, less deadly for those who are uh, protected uh, and it has become more uh, as one of the other uh, respiratory infections and we saw that happening this year where uh, flu and RSV uh, came back with a vengeance and it uh, turned out to be a triple-demic. Uh, thankfully, those two are now uh, on the way down. Uh, flu has uh, likely peaked a few weeks ago and it's uh, trending downwards. Uh, same with RSV. For uh, SARS-CoV-2, uh, we will have to keep watching to see whether this becomes more of a seasonal uh, issue uh, more in winters, just like other respiratory infections, or is this something that is uh, going on uh, throughout the year? But that trend will emerge as we move forward. One one of the things I've been reading about recently is the possibility of the virus evolving in such a way and our managing of the virus evolving in such a way that we essentially get um, vaccinations each year that may address new variants. Is that something that you've been talking about with your colleagues and peers? Absolutely. I think that's the that's a strategy uh, everyone is looking at now. Uh, the, the most recent update uh, on the vaccine was a bivalent vaccine, which was based on the currently, uh, at that time, the two variants which were most prominent uh, and which were uh, uh, not being taken care of by the original vaccine. So that is kind of the strategy that is uh, going to uh, be followed, uh, it seems. Uh, in fact, uh, as we talk today, FDA, uh, the advisory committee on immunization practices, they are discussing uh, what uh, strategy to, uh, to apply, to adapt. And uh, what they are looking at is probably having a specific vaccine generated each year, uh, kind of like what we do for flu, uh, considering what variant is the most likely to be prevalent in that time of the year 
uh, and then make the vaccine based on that. Fortunately, we have now uh, technology which can rapidly generate newer uh, vaccines and the manufacturing can be upscaled quickly. Uh, there might be a difference based on uh, what your vulnerability is and what your age is. So, for example, in older individuals, in immunocompromised individuals, there may be uh, two doses or two shots a year uh, compared to uh, other generally healthy uh, individuals, younger individuals, where it might be annual. Uh, because the current uh, regime, uh, regimen, I should say, for the vaccine is very confusing because we have original vaccines, we have the boosters, we have the bivalent boosters, uh, which ones to take in what combination. So that's the idea behind the current uh, conversations uh, that we should streamline it so it becomes much easier. Uh, the best would be if these could be interchangeable so you don't have to stick to a manufacturer or stick to one brand. But if these are interchangeable uh, and can be studied that way, uh, then uh, you could just uh, have it scheduled, have one dose a year, and then be assured that you are safe. Well, Vineet, thank you for that, that update. Before we part, is there anything you would want our listeners to know about the current status of the pandemic? Yes, so uh, I think uh, uh, although we, we are talking about just COVID and respiratory infections, and we know that uh, this is going to be a part of our lives, but we are at a much better place. We can be safe with the measures that we have now. But I would also like to just uh, plug in that during these few years of the pandemic, while we were focusing on these diseases, we kind of ignored our health in other ways. We uh, lost track of other preventative uh, strategies that we have for other diseases. We lost track of other immunizations. So I would say uh, now is the time when we can uh, reflect back on what we have been through, but also uh, get back into that uh, routine of scheduling our preventative uh, uh, appointments and make sure that uh, if it is not COVID, it shouldn't be a cardiovascular event or it should not be another infection that we could have prevented uh, because we were uh, distracted. So I think just focusing back on our health and uh, bringing our uh, general well-being and uh, mental health as well. My thanks today to my colleague and friend, Dr. Vineet Aurora, clinical microbiologist at the University of Kentucky, for updating us on the status of the COVID-19 pandemic. For more information, visit our website at wuky.org. With health news you can use, I'm Dr. Greg Davis on medicine. Dr. Greg Davis is a forensic pathologist at the University of Kentucky who volunteers his time to cover important medical news for our community. This program is available as a podcast at wuky.org.